You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AreYouScreening.com podcast. I'm your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, it's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I was just going to do some pirate. And, and, like, that's, and that's it, no, really. That's really it, yeah. Uh, I couldn't I, even get I actually, up for an I, I was kind of thinking we might be able to get to Baywatch, uh, but I've... I'm, I've, I'm not, I've not heard good things yeah, anyway, so I, it doesn't I, matter. I uh, and this, it's really weird uh, this week, uh, surprising for me anyway, um, because this has turned out to be the lowest grossing oh, weekend yeah. <clears throat> uh, for Memorial Day weekend. And I think the thing I saw was like since 1998, yeah, which is insane. Uh, to go backwards that far in money. Right. Especially when you have two things that are supposed to be, at least be pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Both of them, you know, have budgets and stars and the whole shebang, right? And <laughs> neither one of them, but, I mean, both put together. It'd be one thing if only right. one movie came out. Right. 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 And a couple of other smaller things came out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, every year, Memorial Day, they have a couple things come out. Right. It's just, you got to get into that weekend yeah and you know it's just it's all part of i think this is where the studios have kind of screwed themselves on abandoning summer as a thing right you can't abandon summer as a thing and then complain when nobody shows up in the summer for your films right And and then say huh it's weird that this is usually a really big summer weekend right but You've got what all your summer. You've got yeah. all your summer movies coming out whenever. Yeah, and they come out in February. Right. They come out in November. Right. <laughs> all these movies that you expect to be the big, uh, badass things of summer. That's so weird. And there's no telling when they'll come out. They'll come out at any time. So now it's Memorial Day weekend, and you've got two big movies. But both of them, even summer or not, both of them have tanked yeah massively compared to expectations expectations for well yeah and uh it was funny i saw a thing today where somebody was uh somebody wrote an article that was was just uh trying to defend the badness of the movies themselves (laughs) over the fact that critics were ripping them apart right right and uh you know just defending the idea that the critics are not why people didn't show up Right. It's not that critics said these are bad and therefore no one showed up, right? These are both movies that are virtually critic-proof anyway. Right. Nobody's going to Baywatch because <laughs> some critics said it's great. Right. And no one's avoiding it because some critic. No one was on the fence going, should I go to Baywatch in theaters? And said, I got to look up some reviews and figure out if I'm going to go. Right. So anyway, but, uh, you know, either way, it's just surprising that the amount of people who are not going it's weird but when you are leading your way into memorial day with a bunch of movies that people want to go to and you know like uh you frequently mention you know most people go to like a few movies i mean unless unless you're in high school you don't go like every other or every third weekend you don't you're not going to the movies every time you turn around right 
So you went to Guardians of the Galaxy, and you know that was your that's your thing. That was that your was trip. Yours. That for, was your yeah. You know the month or two or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know you set Memorial Day up to fail when you've got <laughs> you've got all these big things coming out weeks months before yeah. <laughs> Memorial Day where it's all the movies that everyone wants to see anyway. And uh, following up with lots of stuff, right? Ne- next weekend's Wonder Woman. Right. Uh, the next few weeks in a row, we're, you know, throwing out a bunch of big things. Yeah. Nobody is uh, earmarking their movie money because they right. have to see Pirates of the Caribbean and nothing else. Right. There's too many other options around it. Anyway, uh, it just was really weird that it went that far back. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was not, you know, if it was the... Uh, least money makingest one for like four years that would not be a surprise right, right. but all the way back to 98 is i was expecting crazy. i was expecting pirates to do pretty well regardless because you see franchises that i was, are so I was beloved, too i thought it would do a lot better than it did yeah just because just, you're gonna go people are gonna go no matter what and i was ready for all the headlines of if they chose baywatch because it was the perfect amount of you know, goofiness or cliche or nostalgia or, um, <clears throat> you know, Baywatch is more important overseas than it is here anyway. But still, I was expecting the headlines to say, you know, that summer moviegoers want to be on the water, just not with, you know, pirates this time. Now, right, just, you know, cause right. it, just some weird niche of uh, playing with the water theme. But when I saw both had gone under and, and drastically underperformed, and it's too early for it to have been word of mouth, that's, you know, that's actually kind of, I mean, not exciting, but certainly interesting in a, in a kind of purveyor of the history of that stuff. Because um, I can't remember what the summer of 98 was to be that low. Did you look it up? Did you I'm, see I'm what? playing with the sound. Yeah, you're going all to, over the place. I'm playing with the sound to make sure that we're uh, coming through oh, loud okay, enough. I see. Yeah. Our and it's probably mon- not going to make any difference. Our but monkey it, graph looks it, better it now. It makes a difference yeah. to our monkey graph. Did you look? Did you see what I the didn't films, look to see I, what it I was didn't now. either, but I'm thinking. And I also thought how interesting it is to finally have a weekend where it feels like they're putting big movies up against each other. You right, know, Baywatch right. wasn't the linchpin, uh, you know, wasn't the tentpole film for that studio over the summer. At least I hope it wasn't. But Pirates was a big one, right, and to right. go up against that in some way, and they, and then yet to still not make as much money. It's and then they, kinda, and then they tease shocking. another movie that yeah. might have that might have yeah. been a wasted tease. I don't yeah, know, I don't know. if they're gonna. Uh, I think they be should convinced be convinced uh, to go I, back. To I think the well. there should be teases at the end of every film for a sequel that may not come. <laughs> I want to see Butch Cassidy like and the Sundance Gordon. Kid. I want to, yeah. I want to see sequels after every single, every, every single film. Every every movie. Set should it up that way. Set it up. So then, how do you uh, have the scene at the end of the Avengers where they're just eating at the shack? You have to have two. You have no, to- no, that's okay. You know, because we 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 know they're around and they're. I don't know. I guess. You know, Thor has to look at just someone and say, day. "I'll I'll take you to some place in Asgard." Next yeah, week. everyone should just do the uh, Ming the Merciless ending. At someone everything. should pick up a ring <laughs> from off screen at the end of every film. You know, wouldn't it be great? Remember when the I mean, beaches? Remember, here's the old man <laughs> coming out. Remember when there were only like three studios and they all started the same way? Now you got 15 different like cooperative studios with nine minutes of lead-ins. Yeah, 
end it the way that like MGM always starts with the lion. Yeah, right. pick up the ring. Every every every, every studio film from MGM, right. pick up the ring. Right. Warner's has a cartoon. and you just see a different hand, different, and, and then a, you got to identify the hand. Look, thing now for we're a getting, ring. we're going That's off cool. the rails. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So that, that, they, yeah, they took a, they great. took a chance, and I don't know that I would blame them in a in a like executive meeting to say this is a big franchise. This is our biggest franchise of the last decade. So let's keep pretending we're going to make more of them. Even whether, though the steam whether is Whether we are you know, even Even though the wind is not in the sails for them anymore. And it, it it's pretty clear. Yeah. So. It's, uh, it's kind of weird. And, uh, you know, getting closer into the movie, I think it, uh, it almost gives me hope in a strange mm-hmm. way that this movie basically is Bombed. tanking really right. hard. Yeah. Um, it's, from the numbers I saw, anyway, it's it, it's going to take the worldwide money oh, yeah. for this to, to break, break even. even. Um, yeah, it's luckily not tanking so hard that it's not even going to make its money, or it's going to have to worry about that. <laughs> right. I think, but it is uh, clearly you know underperforming what people wanted, and yeah. like I said, it gives me a little bit of hope because the fourth one was horrendous. Yeah. And then people didn't show up. Uh, right. Something about that makes me happy, right? That right. has to be, that's how that's supposed <laughs> right. to work. Um, anyway, so uh, jumping in, we don't really, I don't have a lot of news that I'm interested to cover right now. I don't think there's a lot Wonder of Wonder Woman's coming. That's the news. Actually, you know what the news about Wonder Woman is? Is that all the, all the reviews so far are astronomically high. Are really positive. Yeah. And I and, can't and it's tell. And it's got a... I thought it was funny because uh, they were pushing the Rotten Tomatoes uh, yeah, score in a, in a bunch of marketing already yeah. when, you know, that's going to change. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it may sure. not change. You know, you're not going to come back in a month and it's like 20. But right. It's it, good for now. But it's going to change yeah. uh, over the next couple of weeks. Uh, but I just thought it was funny, like. You know, you've gone to Rotten Tomatoes when there's like two reviews, and you go 100, <laughs> right? Yeah, this <laughs> and is then, amazing. And then you take a screenshot of that, and then well, that's put it I on thought, your poster. That's right? what I thought Get Out was for a while when you were like, right, "We got to right. go see this because this is like almost 100." And I went, three people. Come on, <laughs> right? What are you doing?" Um, yeah, but it is—it's crazy high yeah. right now, and uh, you know, I feel like it's—that's a reflection on taking this different turn with it yeah sort of like logan you know like you're just we're gonna do something a little different and sure there's a superhero in it right but we're not gonna just keep cramming everybody into the same superhero movie mold right and just making another superhero movie this one just has different stars and is about a different superhero right which i feel like dr strange went afoul of that a little bit like it was uh, it's clearly very different in right. a lot of ways than your average superhero movie, but it there was a lot of it that just felt like we were going through the exact same motions mm-hmm. a, instead of uh, doing something like you know Logan is clearly very different. It's very different theory of having that movie, right? And this one looks like it is too. It's a it's a different idea of what it means to be a superhero movie. Yeah. And uh, not just the fact that we're having it be kind of a period piece at the same time, yeah. but it's just a it's just a different yeah. story we're trying to tell, and yeah. it just has superheroes in it. Let it so. be less like Man of Steel, 
Let it be less like all the bad stuff that let DC's been put out. Let everything be less like Man of Steel. <laughs> That's so heartless. Let it be less like that, and let it be more like Captain America, which actually happened to be a really fun war spy film. It just happened to have a superhero in it. Right. Instead right. of a superhero film that just happens to have a war or something going on, let it be more like that, and then I will be more comfortable with everybody saying, yeah, it's... Right. And and it doesn't seem like the stuff I've seen. I'm not reading too deeply into it because I don't want to see everybody's thoughts on it yet. But it doesn't seem like anyone is saying, surprisingly, this is a lot of fun or surprisingly, this is really smart. Right. Like they're just like 80, 90. <laughs> right. And I'm thinking, I'm surprised. Right. Because so far that studio just doesn't do it right. So. Right. Right. DC has clearly had a lot of problems. And right. you have to wonder <laughs> if. Uh, this will be an interesting thing just to go into the movie with these specific blinders on, right? right. But if it's just, uh, you know, DC has really killed themselves for a long time with yeah. several movies. And uh, is it just that people went in with pretty low expectations yeah. and then it was, you know, decent or, and everyone or, went, hooray! Right, <laughs> right. Or it's the George Lucas effect, which is the better films are done out of his control. If if the DC films that really suck are all under Zack Snyder's watch, right. and then suddenly Josh Whedon, for tragic reasons, picks it up, and then I'm blanking on the female director of Wonder Woman, but if she makes a great movie, then you got to wonder if it's just not this dude. Right. And we should keep him away from the toys from now on. And maybe, uh, so <laughs> maybe, yeah, he's consult him. I'm doing and, the air quotes, but for you, right. you, you know, but consult him, but keep him, you know, right, just don't let him touch anything. It's anymore. not, it's not so. like people haven't been railing on him for a while, for a anyway, while. but not yeah. enough that people stop, you know, he's, he's, Five years from now, he's going to be like the new M. Night. Right. right? And it's right. like he did this thing yeah. and everybody loved him. And then he kept, anyway. Yeah. Uh, he's conveniently been screwing up movies that are <laughs> going to make money anyway. Right? right. So it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not like, uh, there's M. a Knight. list of these guys. And, and it's funny. He, he's above the Brett Ratners. But he's not quite the M night. You know, there's a hierarchy here. Right. We should we should do. The, you there's, love lists. We should make big, this list. We'll make a big chart of <clears throat> the guys who directors. keep falling upward. You know, <laughs> that'll be great. I'm gonna put JJ yeah. on that, and then we'll put uh, Ridley Scott on there somewhere. Oh man, it's that a, guy. It's a weird inverse. He's. I, I mean, he better not mess with my Blade <laughs> he'll, Runner. He'll be like on an inverse chart. Of, yeah. Uh, Right. Going the ex- right. the exact opposite way. He's <laughs> I love the, the exact idea of opposite list. of all the other he people. Is. Yeah, he <laughs> that is. Was, that would be great. You got to have one. All right. Anyway, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, what's the name of this movie? Dead Man. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yeah, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Which uh, what's the name of this movie? Which <laughs> oddly, this is another one of those movies too. Because like I just said, the fourth one mm-hmm. was garbage. Uh, the first On two Stranger are really Tides. good. Yeah. The third one is okay, and the fourth one is just wacko. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, there's. I didn't. I didn't find many redeeming qualities with the fourth <laughs> one, except that they're. For me, there were, I mean, I'm a big Johnny Depp fan, and there were a few parts of it where it still was like he was really fun. Yeah. This one, oddly enough, uh, I didn't have a lot of fun with Johnny Depp in this one, specifically. Like that he had- I know why, too. uh, Scenes where where he, you know, stood out Mm -hmm. as uh, really kind of doing something- interesting with the character having a good time or even just like making you laugh which all the other movies were yeah 
built completely around, right? Yeah. And this one is uh, more, uh, it's trying to be an ensemble piece or whatever, yeah. where everyone's getting more screen time and everything. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so jumping right in. I'm going to put down your... Uh, yeah, you make your guess. Um, I gave this one a four. No, I had you at three. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of fun. It's certainly miles better than the fourth one. Yeah. Um, it might even be better than the third one, or at least really close to the third one. Oh god. Because uh, I I was in the same boat with the well, third one. Well, maybe you didn't like. I, yeah, I, I, I might have saying... given the third one like five, maybe or yeah, whatever. Four so and a half, five, maybe somewhere around there. Yeah, you know, whatever. Maybe that That's one true. was pretty close. Um. This one really was uh, like it still had like all the right elements. Yeah. Luckily, you know, it broke away from the idea of where we wanted to go in the fourth one. It still had a lot of stuff that was really goofy. And as much as there was a lot of stuff that looked nice, it, it just didn't have enough to kind of keep me going and have like a really fun time with it. It right. was, it was like good enough. It was. I wanted like 20 more minutes of something actually fun or exciting happening Mm -hmm. to even like get to five right? and just be kind of average and go, yeah. 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 So anyway, so that's me. Uh, I'm at four and and it was, it was below average, but also below average for the Pirates films, which is interesting because now, like you were just saying, you've got a spectrum the average to take is the weird. average. <laughs> and it's weird. I actually, I was just thinking that when I was thinking of saying it this way because they've created their own mean at this point by having so many film entries and some being really, really, really high and then middling and then now edging towards lower. But again, this rebounds. No pirate film is as bad as on Stranger Tides. That thing is just, it, it, right. that's an accident. But- it's it's strange because I I I also like Johnny Depp. I I love Johnny Depp before he was Disneyfied. You know right. when he was just the quirky weird guy doing all these strange roles and and he'd show up rejecting in these weird indie and, things. Yeah, yeah, and that guy is great. And I don't feel like that guy's gone anywhere. He's just an aspect of him. A, a percentage of his day is commercialized for right. Jack Sparrow. I'm okay with that. Mostly. Because I like the character and I like his take on it, but I also just, we've talked about this. I love the way he just shows up at kids' hospitals right. you know, and takes the costume with him. But anyway, they, they've they clearly made a bunch of decisions and they're all kind of haunting now because they're running out of story, they're running out of things to do, and their decision-making for what they're trying to impart with these installments is the wrong direction. Like... I think there's an absolute correlation between the first few films where Johnny Depp is like Hannibal Lecter. Like you think he's in the movie a lot. He's really not. He's he's the top billed star, but he's not actually on the screen all the time. And the more he's on screen, the less effective or endearing the movie is. Right. When he had, you know, the first one's really great, you know for a number of different reasons, but there are all kinds of characters and they're all engaging. The story's great, the direction, the action, everything's new because pirates were really kind of new in pop culture back then. Right, and the and the stories, especially if you look at the first two, <clears throat> the stories really work and have other characters that it cares about. Right. And not they, just that right. have to be there. Be there, and they motivate yeah. them. There's no cameos. There's no real, like, schmaltzy kind of things. 
And then as they progress, and now you've cared about, maybe you really don't like Jack Sparrow, but you really love Will Turner, or you really love all these other, or, you know, the Commandant, or, right. or, or whomever. You're going to get enough of them because they split the movie up, kind of like the way that the Avengers, because we were just talking about that. That's easy to come up with. There's a lot of characters, and they split them up. But as the films have gone on, and Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley have stepped back, it almost feels like they've put the onus of everything on Johnny Depp, and he can handle it because he's talented, but not if the story isn't but engaging yeah, for him. Not if not if he doesn't because, have enough. To you know, here's the funny thing with. about this film, and I felt it more on the last film, and I'm a little bit I'm a little bit burnt out on pirates because I realized so we saw this just the other day, and it was maybe four days before that. I realized I hadn't seen on Stranger Tides. Right. So I, I had to endure that. And that put me in a good mood. But I'm I'm watching more Jack Sparrow and I realize I I don't want to see him as much. Like I want to see him and I want him to be Captain Jack Sparrow, but not walking around a town and conversing with people and right. being drunkenly cute and you know, that now that doesn't work. You're beating the, the horse too much. Um and I think, at least as far as what they're trying to do here, is explore more of him. And I get it, because we get to see an awful lot of his backstory before he became captain, when he was right. just this guy. But they're but they're bad at it. But I didn't think that worked. No, they're, they're, Visually they're bad and, at it. I, and I like the idea, too. But it is, uh, I think, trying to go through all five of these as a story, mm -hmm. like... You know, this movie tries to kind of wrap a lot of wrap it all up with a nice bow on it, right. as though all five of these are a story. The more you get into this five movie version of a story, mm -hmm. the more it just becomes clear that we aren't sure what to do with him. Yeah, and right, and he's just—it's almost like an accidental book. Like if this was a series of books, right? And right. you get to this fifth book, it's really like. You know, somebody said they'd give me a bunch of money if I made another book. I don't <laughs> right. really have a story to tell. Right. I don't really have anything else to do with this character. And we've already looked at him so much in yeah. the other ones that now it's like, uh, you know, you can't just take any character and go, well, what about 20 years later? Right. Well, right. he's not doing anything. Right. Well, so what? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Write a right. book about it anyway. Yeah. Like he's. Have him not do nothing. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's uh, he's just wandering around in mm -hmm. a lot of this movie. And, you know, I, I get that we're trying to wrap all this, yeah. you know, crap together and sell him as, you know, the person who was really young once. Right. And now he's lived through all that and everything. But, you know, you go too far down that road and you're just like a after school special about right. Johnny Depp and right. and his character somehow. Right. And it it really becomes weird in this movie. There's parts of this movie that um you know, we've lost touch with who he is. And it's funny because I just watched uh the first one again. Oh, did you? Uh yeah, like just like the next day. Uh, Made your kid uh, watch it because he was yeah. bad-mouthing Johnny Depp? Yeah, Good. I, I watched the first one again. Put that kid down. And there is, a, if you go... It's great, if right? You go, it is. It it's still, still stands up? It's okay. still great. Good, I'm glad because I haven't seen it in a long time. If you go from the uh, fifth one to the last one... It's hard to imagine that the people who made the fifth one have actually seen the first one. Right. Because uh, Jack Sparrow in the fifth one, and I, I get that he's been through the ringer. Right. Like, quite a lot. Yeah, right. Right. 
But it's like they've taken from the first movie the thing that was just sort of his general affect and demeanor. Right. And turned that into he's drunk. Right. Like that's in, a mistake. in the first movie, he's not drunk. No. That's that's there. Him. There are a couple of times yeah. he gets drunk, sure, and then he, and then he's, he's just he drank a lot of rum, yeah, right. And when he's he's on the island and he mm-hmm. you know gets sauced and he's yep, and then he's drunk and stumbling around and stuff, right. The whole first part of the movie, he's never drunk. No, he just acts like that, right. And it makes sense, yeah. And now you get to the fifth movie. And they go, uh, okay, Johnny, now you're drunk all the time. Right. You act the same. Right. Right. But now we've turned it into that's how you act when you're drunk. And right. it's weird. Yeah. It, especially to see him, uh, you know, like he's stumbling around in the muddy streets in the rain and whatever. Right. And he's right. and he's completely drunk. And he gives away the compass. Right. And uh, he finally just goes, ah, here, I have nothing, take my compass. And I'm like, man, you've been reading, like, too many fan fiction things. (laughs) Fan fiction wouldn't have gone that way. I'm sorry, I'm not going to besmirch fan fiction. That was one of the worst parts of the film, because it's a big thing. Right. Because... You don't give away Javier the Bardem doesn't get free unless the compass is, you know, given up. Right. And he doesn't give it away for, you know, some peanuts. Right. And, no, a, and a drink. For like you know, a bottle. You don't. Yeah. You know. And <clears throat> and even if you, you know, I don't even know what the thing is. The One of the problems, too, is that, I, like, I like uh, Javier. Yeah, uh, Javier Bardem. I, I like his character yep. in a way. Uh, and then I partially don't either yep. but i do like uh the general idea that you know he's the biggest baddest pirate that's ever been right even amongst all these pirates that we already know are the biggest yeah. baddest pirates and and he's not even a pirate right right he's a pirate <laughs> and, hunter right yeah right but but then it has this it's almost like parts of the story were written by throwing you know, darts at a wall and making it fit together. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't really make any sense that he has to give up the compass. Right. There's nothing that's ever, even though we explain how he got there in great detail, we kind of explain how he got cursed, except not really. Yeah. And then none of it ties in with Jack's compass. None. It, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that that's what frees him. And, and, Worse, I think, is that his character is there going, aha, one day he'll give away the compass. Mm -hmm. And even if it makes sense, it doesn't make sense that he knows that. Right. (laughs) There's nothing about what happened to him. And then knows it and then does it. Right. It would have been so much. I want one of the things that I actually really like about the franchise is the creativity amongst what seems so patently obvious like there's a lot of fun moments of creativity whether it's the what is it nine pieces of six or or nine pieces of eight or whatever you know the the way that they interweave folklore and things about the ocean it would have been so much more fun if you know there was this thing where as long as jack sparrow is at sea they're trapped Right. If he spends so much time on land, hey, now we got a free pass because right, he's right. bound to them and they are to him. Because then he's abandoning because the then, ocean right, or whatever. Then, sure. then I wanted to see hopefully a story about how time is catching up with the pirates, not other pirates. Because soon maritime stuff is going to become very different. Right. And there are no more pirates like this anymore. But will Jack 
be damned forever be sailing on the seas to be the last pirate. I, I love that idea. So he always wants to stay out at sea and there are all these complications. Not this idiocy, like real <laughs> stupidity. Right. Somebody lost a dumb bet and was right. like, well, we got to let him go. We'll make this happen. And of course, like you said, because he's drunk, he needs he needs rum. Right. Uh, we I might have left then. Because if that's the <laughs> yeah. movie you're going to tell me, now I know you don't care about the history or the future. You just care about today's tickets. You just care about knocking you know, something out not, as fast as you can. Yeah. And uh, what's even kind of curious yeah. about it is um, I, I'm not completely opposed to this whole uh, Trident thing that uh, is going right. to like break the curse. Right. In some general sense, uh, I'm I'm not opposed to that idea, yeah. especially when what happens and, you know, we'll spoil the movie in a curious way. I don't know that it really spoils anything, but right. we have this, the magical artifact of the sea, which we're not going to explain how it got there or what it means or anything like that. But we have this, for whatever reason, we have some magical artifact that will break all curses, mm-hmm. right? Except, I like that idea in a way, except there's no way that given what we've been doing in the last four movies, no one ever mentioned that before. Right. This is the other thing where someone's like, you know, all they're doing in all four movies Mm -hmm. is trying to break curses. Right. And nobody mentions the fact that there's an all curse breaking object. (laughs) We don't even, the first movie starts out with the curse that they're on. Right. And, and even watching that again, like I said, it's really fun the way that they mess with that. Like yeah. they not only have the curse in play and how you, you know, get rid of the curse and the whole thing. Yeah. But then you even have, uh, you know, you have Jack Sparrow, like use it to his advantage and steal right. one of the pieces and become right. the undead, the cursed himself on purpose. Right. That stuff is great. Yep. Right. But you go through all these movies and you've got Barbosa for like a decade sailing the seas with his dead people trying to find the gold coin. Right. Never once going, well, there is this trident. Keep your eyes Everybody open for anything Everybody knows else. about yeah, it. Right. Everybody knows this story, right? Yeah. And now it's it's backwards too because you've got this thing that you want to say is this crazy all-powerful thing that everybody knows about and everybody knows this story. Yep. Barbosa clearly knows the story. Yeah, obviously. Because yep. he had the book in the first place ultimately. We're totally spoiling more right, stuff uh, as you anyway, watch it. Yeah. But he had the damn thing to start with yep. way before any crap or whatever. Yeah. And yet you go through all those not nobody in the writer's room uh, of this script, yeah, which clearly is like a script by a large bureaucracy and a yeah. giant table, right? Right. Uh, it's there's so much of this movie that's so obviously like a large group throwing everything right. together yeah. into yeah. one. And no one could say, well, wait a minute. How come nobody mentioned this before? Yeah. How come this is so intimately tied to Barbosa, who's the guy from the first movie mm-hmm. <laughs> who was trying to break a curse? Yeah. Not only did no one ever mention this before, but everybody that you mention it to now says, oh, well, yeah, you mean the story that everyone knows? Right, right. <laughs> like, how, how and do how- you- 
jive all that together. How fun it would have been if it was truly like going back and watching it. It was like a throwaway line. That right, no one right. Caught. That it you was know, someone's there, like, we can right. always get for the trident. And he just laughs. He goes, ha, we've better luck. Do You know. Yeah. No one can so find simple, the trident. Right? That's just a stupid right. story. You know, yeah. and I would have been like. That would have been hilarious. I would have sat right. down and watched them all today. <laughs> right, I would have been like, to right. hell with you. Show me what I've missed. <laughs> like, you know. Find all the, find all the little moments. They're not, yeah. They're not that great. But, but yeah, that's that's aggravating. But you know, part of the uh, problem too, uh, they've so they've kind of abandoned their own effort at story. Really, mm-hmm. is a lot of the problem, and a lot of why I couldn't really get into this one. Even though I'm not sure that I wouldn't recommend this to people, um, just because it is still fun. It's fun. Uh, like if right. somebody had seen the first two, mm-hmm. you know, I would tell them to absolutely avoid the fourth one, but I wouldn't tell them to avoid this one. Yeah. I'd say, you know, go have some more fun with the same characters right. and you're not going to leave it hating it right. like you did the fourth one or anything. Right. You're just going to be kind of disappointed that there isn't more going on. Yeah. They, and and that's, I think, largely because they've abandoned their story. Yeah. But what's weird about sitting through this movie is that they've abandoned the, the sense of fun. Yeah. It, that is especially in the first two, and I think is still there good enough, I guess, in the third one. The third one still is not as good, but not in this way. Like, when I'm watching the first one, I'm thinking, man, I could whip together a trailer right now. Mm-hmm. And and right. and I would have all these crazy awesome parts mm-hmm. that are hilarious that would get you to come in or that are fun and exciting or you know uh, fighting with swords on the cart and the teeter totter kind of whole yep. thing with the donkey. Uh, and this one, I'm like, what would I put in the trailer? I mean, not that I haven't seen the trailer and I know what they right. decided to do right. and it wasn't that great. Yeah. But even seeing the whole film, I'm like, what are the parts? What are the what are the moments you were trying to bring out of this that were really mm-hmm. fun? The things that are action adventure are sort of so uh, bigger than life and kind of surreal that they're not even action adventure anymore. Right. Even when you get to like the end and there is, I guess from a purely, you know, pretty standpoint, they're visually like really kind of cool. Yeah. When you have like the parted water and the ship yep. and the anchor, it's all really cool looking, but it's kind of like ride really cool looking. Mm-hmm. It's not really mm-hmm. like exactly movie really cool looking. And it's so big and weird that you can, I guess, be impressed with how they did it and how they, but what had to happen that right. they made it sort of like, uh, uh, you know, just to touch into things right now on the internet is everyone's going around with the uh, non-CGI pictures of Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. <laughs> where where you're like, how did she do that with a straight face? Right? right, right. There's all sorts of stuff that happens in here where what you might think is, Jesus, how'd they do that? Right. Like, it's really crazy looking. Yeah. But first, it's kind of sucked the life out of it too yeah. because it's, uh, I should really be invested in what's going on here right now. And all I can think is, what is he really doing? Because mm-hmm. it's so weird looking. Right. Like he's really climbing up these green styrofoam boulders and that's like all that comes out yeah. at me. Yeah. There's And there's even, you know, when there's the part, that same part basically when there is the wall of water and yeah. certain bad guys are in the water side yep. and yep. <laughs> certain bad guys aren't. And it's really cool looking and it is still kind of fun, but I feel like I sh- there should be more 
adventureness to that and there just mm-hmm. isn't and and it doesn't show up anywhere yeah. anytime anyone is fighting with a sword i don't really care right and they're not really they're not really trying to sell me on caring either right. when you go to like the first and second ones you know we're swashbuckling and right. being piratey and yep. you know trying to throw back to movies from the 40s right. and and all this stuff and in this one it's like if we're sword fighting it's because uh, you know a timer went off and we have right. to have a sword fight now <laughs> okay it's not, break yeah and, and it there's just it doesn't have the same air i'd have to watch some of the others and eventually i will but i'm i'm absolutely pirated out at the moment from <laughs> one very bad and one mediocre pirate film but it seemed like there was things happening like there was dialogue there was actual it wasn't just right. clink 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 dodge parry thrust move clink clink like this just felt like a choreograph right. dance instead of like a scene to develop character or to move the story forward it, it is exactly like you said all right, we've been 24 minutes without something blowing up right. or somebody getting stabbed, so 12-minute scene, go. And and the same thing happens. You could set the same clock on the first movie. Yes. Except that it all makes sense and it's, and it's better delivered and yeah. you care about what's going yep. on and it has a lot more... Go- and you know, this one is, uh, like I mentioned before, there is this overarching air to... Jack Sparrow that we're supposed to uh-huh. get that he's, you know, he's just done. Yeah. Right? He's spent. Yeah. He's had enough kind of. And, and that's a weird thing to try yeah. to do. You know, yeah. in the first movie, he's all, you know, he's all quips and fast talking mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, selling ice to Eskimos and right. he can talk his sure. way out of anything. And that's, sure. that's like his whole uh, gig. I'm stealing this from my son now. This is, that's his superpower is that yeah. he can just BS his way out of anything. Right. Yeah. And in this one, it's like, <clears throat> let's look at him more, but suck all the life out of him. Yeah. Why? How's that yeah. a thing I'm watching? Well, and I get, I get the whole idea of the, you know, the martial art, which is the drunken monkey fight. You know, the old guy who <laughs> looks like he's not going to be able to stand up long enough to swing at you, but now you're on your ass and right. he's taking your wallet, you know, that kind of thing. I agree. Jack Sparrow can talk his way into or out of anything, but he's also at his best, like the most cunning and adaptive. Like when he just suddenly steals the ship in the first movie. Right, right. And they're all like, you know, they're making fun of him for being like, I never for heard of this so pirate. Stupid, you know, this right. is a pirate. And he's like, yeah, but now watch this. Right. <laughs> Three booms and a rope and now I got your ship. Right. And he's that way throughout some of the films. Like the first three, he's still, you know, you got to make sure the knots are twice as tight with this guy because he's right. slippery and cunning and, and clever and you would never think it because he and looks he, and acts like an idiot. And and he's he's like part Connor. But he's right? absolutely because dangerous. Because you thought I was right. stealing this ship. But it was all it was all part of my plan I to still, steal that ship. Uh, just, yeah. just to be nostalgic for a second, I still remember the look, and that's because Johnny Depp is a great actor. But I remember the look on his face when he shoots Barbosa in the first film, and oh, Will, yeah, is, yeah. Will is atop the the mountain, uh, the the mountain of coins and collectibles and things, and he's got the coin, and he's got this look like I did that because I'm a bad guy, but it was you or me, and right. I'm sorry, but. It was you, right. you know, in this look of like and, gravity and, 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 and you and still, dangerous. You, st- you still don't have it all. Right. Right. And then Barbosa goes, you've been saving that shot forever <laughs> and now you wasted it. Right. And, and the whole, that whole part. That's amazing. And the way it unfolds. And again, like his look is 
you're having fun with Jack Sparrow. You understand he's kind of dangerous, but not that dangerous. And now that's the pirate. Right. That's the guy that you want to be aware of and never turn your back on. Like, that's a great character. And and all of a sudden he doesn't act like Right. He's not there's Jack no jovial, Sparrow, there's nothing. Right? That's yeah. a guy. Right. That's a guy who just shot you to kill you because he's like you the coward gone. of the county, locked the door. Right. Yeah. Now guess what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, it, and it's and it's not for me the thing that's weird about this movie, and it's not, I think, like I'm having to argue against anyone who's yeah. saying this is the greatest movie ever. But it's not just that there aren't any of those parts <laughs> in this movie. It's that they're not trying to have any of those parts. Right. Right? They're assuming you loved the parts before. This is like going to see your favorite band and you know they're going to struggle through Freebird for you. Right. But really what they want is to do something else. I just started laughing because I thought you were at four. I should have come in at 10. This could have been the biggest, <laughs> yeah. you know, because then I would be like, are you out of your mind? And then, the and then, and then you'd have to explain you know, that dude, all. Dude, you know, the, there are so many weird jokes in the film. Actually, that's that's not true there's a couple that made me think that they were trying to see if anybody was paying attention he literally jumps a shark in the movie do you remember that like it's a dead you know zombie shark but as soon as he did that i went man now they're just making fun of me (laughs) right like they're just seeing if i'm paying attention to stuff now there's there's a lot of the movie too and and you know quite frankly it makes sense and if i own disney then I, I would probably do a lot of the same things, right? Yeah. Even if I make fun of Disney's decisions, I'm not saying right. that I wouldn't make them myself because <laughs> I want to make money if I'm Disney, right? right? Right. But there, there's a feel to this movie and a lot of stuff that happens in it mm-hmm. that is, uh, you know, the guy who is, uh, like, these positions don't actually exist or anything, but the <laughs> right. guy who is, like, the president of the parks right. is going, look, man, we can't sell Jack Sparrow stuff anymore. Well, we'll make another movie then. Right. And right. whatever money we potentially lose making the movie, we'll make up for it because now we're selling more right. stuff Jacks or pirate right. swords sure. or we can keep that shop open Yeah. or right. people will still show up to the pirate show that we have. That mm-hmm. You know, you go to Disney World, they got the Jack Sparrow show. One year, there's half as many people there. Right. Somebody right. sends a memo and says, make another movie. <laughs> right. And then, you know, it's like uh, somebody accidentally bought like 100,000 skeleton shark toys, mm-hmm. and we got to do something with it. Stick it in your movie. Right. And then it's just right. like, what movie is coming out next that we can put that in right. so we could sell it at right. the parks? But there's so much that happens in this movie where it just feels like um, people are just kind of showing up because they're still contractually obligated to. Man. And Johnny Depp, I think, is trying like hell yeah. against a lot of people who are not. As, yeah, that. I like agree. he is really going, look, I'm going to do what I can with this yeah. and I'm going <laughs> yep. to do the best. I'm going to do the best version of me giving away my <laughs> compass. <laughs> yeah. My magical compass that right. I've had for all these movies that there's no way he would give away under any circumstances, but I'm going to do my best version of giving this away and try to sell it uh, that I can. It was, it reminded me of just another franchise and another thing that I'm sure you saw um, over the weekend. Mark Hamill has this quote going around where he said, I, I'm disagreeing he with Ryan with Johnson. Everything that Ryan Every Johnson character said. decision you've got Luke Skywalker doing, I absolutely 100% disagree with. Now, I voiced my opinion. Now it's my job to do the best job I can with what you've given me. Right, right. I kind of feel like, and I've never been under the illusion that 
Johnny Depp didn't actually love playing this character. He's not contractually. He keeps signing on, right. but he didn't have to keep doing this. He loves it. So when he does it, I almost feel like a pain yeah. in him. Like this scene sucks. Right. And then, and then they showed him All right. They showed him you that post credits thing. And he went, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait yeah. what? Well, there's... There's something there's something really fun there and at if you believe staying which I don't think you did but if you believe staying till the end to see the sting scene the the bonus scene at the end this film is 2 hours and 6 minutes long that's a long movie it feels long it right. felt longer than that i actually thought it was like 220 it, by the time we were getting it, in it, and out it does feel weird and it's especially weird because the first one is 220 right and man that's a and brisk pace and it does pace. not feel that's like fast. 220 at all i was worried um at the start the bank scene the heist scene which though had peppered moments of fun um like sparrow being in the vault with the right, guy's wife, right. you know, that's kind of fun. They, and that's, they, that's, fi- they that's, finally opened the vault. That's Jack Sparrow-ish. That, that's so, yeah. but the moment they start yanking the vault around, I'm like, this is Lethal Weapon and, 7. And, right. And, like, the, and the building is, shows up. And you know what's the worst about that for me? Because I hated that opening scene I hate scene that opening scene. I hate every part of I, it. I was going into the entry of the movie going, it's movie four, two. Yep. Right. <laughs> Instead of right. Pirates 5, right? Yep. When it first started and they do that, I thought it was horrible. They eventually get to some stuff that was, you know, sort of like the Lone Ranger, you know, where yes. we're trying to go way back to these really uh-huh. old goofy movies where stuff like that happened. Right. And it was fine. Yeah. And everyone was fine with it. Yep. Um, it has some moments, like you said, where at least they make some actual fun out of it. Yeah. But the whole thing is so stupid. And what I hated about it the most was that all it gets us in the end is an empty safe so that the pirates can leave. Right. That's which is a dump. It could go wrong a lot of ways yep. that are not this screwball. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I ultimately really didn't like it is that then that isn't the movie that we were watching. Right. Right. If that's setting you up and going, look, screwball movie coming. Yep. And then we get a screwball movie, then I'll go, well, I mean, okay, I guess we're watching a screwball movie. Right. But you have this totally screwball part, and then nothing else like that happens apart from the general kind of craziness of all of the magic that happens anyway, right? right? I mean, it's all all pretty goofy one way or another. But you go back to like the first movie which is totally goofy and has all your crazy skeleton crap happening and pieces Uh of the movie that are sucked right out of the ride so that you can look at it and go look I remember that from the ride I mean it's totally goofy yeah but even that movie doesn't have this kind of like screwballness to it like uh like some you know Mr. Limpet Don Knotts movie kind Don't of thing. Badmouth that. I love if it. If you're making that movie, fine. Yeah. But if you're going to have a part of that movie and then go, oh, oh by no, the way, this right. is a whole other thing that's happening, right. then it's even worse. Like I did. <laughs> yeah. But then actually, right after that, it kind of got better for me for a while. It did. When he was, uh, when he's actually, you know, kind of down in the dumps and, mm-hmm. and has to make his way through some stuff. I just, I don't like giving away the yeah. compass or anything. Right. 
But when he's finally got to get his crew back together and, you know, and then there was, uh, there were weird parts too, where I feel like it's like somebody invented something. So they had to throw it in. Like when they've got the ship on the oh, ramp, I mean. yeah. it's like some, yeah, you know, like we've said before, you know, like some special effects guy figured out a way to do something. And they right. went, we'll do it. Put it in. Like, <laughs> well, how much? All right. Well, then uh, we'll yeah, set right. the boat on a ramp and stick it in the water that way. That first yeah. scene is foreshadowing like the dumb things that they do. Most importantly, like we keep saying the compass, you know, something that's nonsensical and unimportant to try to push the story along when just good writing would have done better. Right. You know. It felt like in some way, like what you were just saying um, about the first film being just skillfully done, even the fan service stuff, like the ride, you know, that, and I remember like, I'm like, God, that's right out of Orlando. Like, <laughs> right, you do right, that, right. you know, this film felt like fan service too, just without the texture, without the layered, skillful delivery of what it was. It just felt like, well, they expect this. And we've got to do this. So right. and then, let's give them a couple of and it. And we've got know? to have, it, it was weird too in this movie, and we haven't really talked about this, so that's its own weirdness. But, um, you know, we've got Orlando Bloom and we've got Kira mm-hmm. Knightley and Orlando Bloom is cursed, which I thought was kind of funny because the ship comes up, he's cursed, he's mm-hmm. dead and has barnacles all over him and everything because his son tried to save yeah. him or whatever. Yep. His son found him. Um, and, and, you know, that was kind of interesting. I kind of like that scene. Except mostly what I was thinking was, now what's the story with him again? Right. Why is he trapped? I'm like, right. I don't want to go back to those movies or have to remember <laughs> them. Yeah. And, and everything else that happens in the movie doesn't really care what happened in the other movies either. Right. It, there's nothing, there's no actual progression from whatever the monstrosity craziness of yeah. whatever happened in the last movie, they're pretty much writing that off. Right. Nobody refers to it. Um, you would think someone would mention anything else that's yeah. happened in the last three or four movies right. somewhere. Right. Uh, but all we care about is we want Orlando Bloom to be in the movie. Right. So we need a story about it. Right. So we make one up yeah. and now we've got his kid yeah. instead of him. Right. And, you know, we've got uh, different people for Jack Sparrow to be surrounded by. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, Orlando Bloom it feels, would sign on for more. It feels very it soap opera-like. Yeah. Like, that felt Days of Our Lives. You pop yeah, in when and it you gets just... To, and especially you know, when it gets to the end. Yeah. When it gets to the end part and, you know, Jack Sparrow even says, like, what a disgusting display or whatever it <laughs> yeah. is exactly that he yeah. says. and. And he has to ride off and talk about the horizon. Right, right. uh, Yeah, all of that is, it's really goofy. But like you said, it's, everyone wants to, is Kira Knightley going to be in it? What's going to, what happened to her from the last one? As though we remember the last one. Right. And where's Orlando Bloom now? I don't know. Those guys had a very fun weekend of shooting. Like, I mean, Orlando's could have been done in one day if the light is right. I'm sure it was. And all Kira needs is just a, a snippet there. So... Um, but yeah, you know, uh, real quick, cause we're getting close to the end. I don't really feel like I got much left in me. No, but I, I liked Salazar. I liked Javier Bardem, even though the end of him is just end boss. You know, he's just yeah. the new video game. This is like telltale games put out this for your Xbox one and PS4 
and he's the end boss. You got to fight him in Bar Harbor. Right. Okay. Everything about him, I kind of liked his story. I liked his motivation. I liked his aesthetic. I couldn't understand him sometimes. Right. Like I literally just, I know he's speaking English, but I'm like, I don't know what his mouth is doing, but that's not a word that I know at all. Right. But I still liked him. And I liked him as much as as much as I could have hoping that he was in a better story. Like I think yeah. in a in a better story, if Gore Verbinski had the idea for him and had written him in, though he certainly had his trilogy in mind when he wrote, you know, those films out, he would have been much more impactful. They could have they could have done more with uh trying to make because he is it is an interesting thing. Like I said, I I like the general idea. Yeah. I don't know that I love the idea of he's only been around since Jack was a little kid. Right. It's not that long ago. If you go back to like the first movie. Yeah. If you go back to the first movie when he's not that old. Right. He was, he wasn't that young in our flashback scenes. Right. So it's not that much of a difference in time. Right. I like his story a little better if he doesn't have to be that connected to Jack Sparrow. Right. Or he can be connected to Jack Sparrow somehow after he's already cursed or something. And he's already been around for a while. And then Jack Sparrow does something that screws him over, you right? Know, uh, because that's that's whatever who he is. He's whatever still it that may wire, be, yeah. right? Yeah. And I don't hate the idea that he's kind of given him his name mm-hmm. and the whole thing, but then I don't yeah. like the idea that he's given him his name and Jack Sparrow does legitimately, seriously, doesn't seem that clear on who he is, right? Because it was a long time it ago, and a, he doesn't yeah. remember. Sure. And I mean, I guess maybe you don't remember how somehow somebody that you're sailing away from gave you your name, right? Which doesn't make sense either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it's all pirate midichlorians. Like, right, don't right. don't explain everything to me now. Now, if you want to show Jack as a kid getting his captaincy, okay, but don't go too far into the weeds because there's something you said earlier. I was actually telling him about. Uh, I was telling a friend about the Stranger Tides film, that it felt like they were losing the license so someone had to write another movie right. to keep it in the way that it felt like, you know, I mean, I know all about Hannibal Lecter and Thomas Harris, but he was forced to write a bunch of stuff because they were going to take the character and do it anyway. Right. That just makes no sense. When I'm watching it, I'm like, I should be in awe. I should be like, of course, this is how he got the the belt and the hat and the fish bone in his head and all these <laughs> right. things. And I'm just going, really? <laughs> You guys went down a checklist and be like, oh, somebody has to give him this, and this is how he got this. Right. I, I don't want to know all that stuff. Right. And and it just doesn't uh, come together with, you know, like we said, once you start thinking about yeah. it, then none of it makes then sense anymore. It, yeah. And it doesn't make sense that they were cursed in the first place because no one no one tells us anything about being yeah. cursed or why they're cursed or why sailing in there makes you cursed. Right. Or right. why Jack Sparrow's compass. Yeah makes you not be cursed or is the key yeah, to right. your curse or whatever that is. Right. But I, but I did like his character and I just wish they had uh, written him a little deeper than just, you know, twirling his mustache. Yeah. Cutting everyone in half right. and uh, right. killing everyone the instant he, he, he sees, sees a black flag, you know, yeah, the I skull mean, and crossbones and he's just possessed. Yeah. If they would have gone a little bit more with... Um, the intrigue of yeah. the fact that you think he's a pirate and all the pirates are scared of him and all the pirates seem to think he's a pirate. Right. <laughs> all, right. The, all the pirates talk about him like he's a pirate. It's supposed to be some big reveal. Yeah. 
when uh, he finally tells Barbosa that he's not a pirate. Right. But it doesn't make sense in the story, and they don't really work with his character. As cool as he is and as interesting as he looks, they don't really work with him enough, uh, you know, just beyond just putting a black hat on him, basically, and right. going, the bad guy. That's right? it, and right. He's evil. They, ominous they, music. They could have, you know, yeah, ominous you know. music. There was way too much music in this movie. There was. That actually... I was, just, I was actually going to say that, too, because I, 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 I pay attention to that I, sometimes. I wouldn't have remembered that, and yep. I usually... And my theory of uh, the music is good in a movie is if I don't hardly remember Less it. Less is more. Right? Yeah, right. Yep. Um, and, and it doesn't just blow you away. I mean, unless it's like a musical or something. But <laughs> right. like the score yeah. of a movie, yeah. for me, it's like the less I know it's there, the better. Unless yeah. there's some specific, you know, like it's really interesting things. thing. And yeah, you're right. like, okay, that was kind of right. cool. Something like that. Yeah. In this movie, man, they were like, it was all they over. really want to sell yeah. the score. They do. <laughs> they're they really, really hoping they're looking they for an Oscar get for some it. More like they want to win it. more things. Yeah. yeah. It was, it yeah, was sucks. all over the place. You couldn't. Uh, watch anything without somebody yeah somebody like blaring some music at you and eventually it really kind of became distracting and i'm like you know jesus man he's just walking down the steps you're too seasoned you're too seasoned a guy you know this but when they do that in bad movies it's because the film narratively doesn't have a heart or a soul and they're trying to make you have a reaction from the music you hear right and it was patently obvious i'm like Make something happen. <sighs> Don't make the music louder right. continually. I, w- I was in like a pirate nightclub. You right. Know? It, it, it just it sucks. It, it was. It was. You were at the uh, Disney World. Did restaurant. you? I know we're getting. That's ready. what it's for. It, they it, need the music <laughs> to have in the background of the restaurant. Uh, they're going to open. Yeah. I know we're getting real close. I had one question for you because I didn't see it, and oh, this is in, okay. this is as disengaged from the film as I was. You know, Paul McCartney was in this. No. He had like I just saw like this morning. He's. He's in it, and I see the picture of him, and it makes perfect sense because it looks just like him done pirately. No. But they couldn't get Keith Richards uh, schedule-wise to get in, and they got Paul McCartney to be his Uncle Jack in the scene. And I'm like, I don't even remember that scene. No, I don't and I had really to look. I, had to, I was looking it up while we were talking about one quick thing. I feel like I'm pretty good at seeing that right, stuff. Right. I didn't even see it. Like that's how bad this film is. Right. Because I'm gonna put not, it all on this. I didn't see Paul McCartney. You're not, Sir Paul. You're not invested enough to pay attention. He to says stuff, I can call him Paul, so. but I don't have to say the Sir Paul. But yeah, anyway, sure. I, I'm with you, man. This this is fun in a way that I don't think I could have avoided it because it's you know a franchise I really liked the most of. And I think people will have fun seeing it if they really. I'm so tired of saying don't expect a lot and you'll be pleasantly like appeased. Yeah. It, it's but, it's wild how long it is since the last yeah. movie too. Well, for me it was three days. But right, that's and, not fair. And how long it is from the first movie because yeah. the first movie is oh three. Yeah. And yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that is a huge amount of time to be Jack Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and have to keep coming back for movies. Yep. But there's a pretty decent gap between this and the last one. Yeah. And it just feels like um you know, our heart our heart wasn't really in right. it. It's not really because intentions we needed were. a new movie. I feel like their intentions were there, but you're right. Their heart yeah. was and their mind wasn't in it. That's some real my problems are all thoughtful. Like right. narrative stupidity. Like, don't write that way. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. There's going to be another one. But it looks pretty. Yeah. There might be another one. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm not banking I, I on it. I wouldn't bet the house on yeah, that yet. Not yet. Um, unless we see what happens with it. But right. um, I mean, maybe yeah. they'll churn it out because 
like I said, as long as they keep putting it out, then people are going. They get money off the and you're back right, end 2003, of it. Right? You know, that's now all the kids that loved pirates then are now old enough to have graduated to some. They probably still like piratey things, but to now we got to get this. now we got to get their siblings, their <laughs> right. little, or maybe you know, if some people are real active, maybe their kids. Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> before we go there down go. a there, complete death spiral of yeah, not sorry, talking man. about this movie. Uh, next week is uh, clearly Wonder Woman. Wow. Hopefully, uh, we might get into something else. Yeah. I don't know. Or we might uh, you know, go back to Baywatch. Yeah. Um, which, I'm curious about that anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm really curious about Baywatch, especially because of the way people are bashing it. Like they're right. very specifically. Right. It, it's almost, uh, I, I know a lot of people that I've seen have, it seems uh, like they've been reviewing the movie theoretically. Right. Not necessarily <laughs> what actually happened, right. yeah. but just they don't want the theory sure. to exist. Sure. And they don't want anyone to have made a Baywatch movie, right. which, you know, I, I see their point. I, I'm not arguing but that. But it's not actually but fair. But it's too late right? now. It's right. Not, right. It's too late. <laughs> it's not really a legitimate criticism of yeah. the movie. Right. But I feel like I have been seeing a lot of <laughs> yeah. uh, the reviews are kind of... Uh, you know, bashing things like that there are chesty women in swimsuits. Right. And you're like, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's maybe you're just complaining right, about right. the TV theory show. of the movie. Right. Um, and I, I am going to throw this out because uh, just as a, a bit of trivia that Ooh. blew me away. Right? You were on Baywatch. No. Oh. Uh, no, just Dwayne Johnson reminds me because oh. I am have been going through Voyager because not that oh. long ago the complete series came out yeah. in a in a pack on DVD. It looked good, and he was in it. Was he really? He's in one of the last oh. episodes. Uh, it's in it's in like the last season or maybe actually maybe it's the second to last <laughs> season. I don't remember, but he's in one of the episodes and he's somebody gets uh, taken to Fight Club basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and forced to be in right. Fight Club. Actually, uh, I think it's Seven of Nine is is taken and forced to be in Fight Club. Yeah, and she's fighting The Rock. Wow. And man, he's young. Was it this before Scorpion King? Ago, right. Was I, this? I did or right around, I probably right around. Think Scorpion King is supposed to be his so first long thing. ago. Yeah. Wow. But That's he, funny. But yeah, it was a it was yeah, a million years ago. Yeah. He looks completely different. Yeah. yeah. Um, but That's awesome. it's just interesting. Bite of trivia if you want to yeah. catch him. In I like movie. him. I like most of the films, so I'm, I'll watch it just for... I do, too. I feel bad for him for being in this, yeah, frankly. I do too. But, you know, whatever. It's not... They it probably him, won't be the worst. They gave him a big check, and he didn't care. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> He's Let's like, Tooth Fairy, I, I haven't seen it. I hope it ends with a cameo by David Hasselhoff, but not as Mitch, whatever. But I, I, I'm, in, I'm so sad. Else. But as Michael Knight. <laughs> I want them to introduce the new Knight Rider film by way of Baywatch and yeah, making the worlds collide. Great. And and he's starring in the new yeah. reboot movie yeah. of Knight Rider? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, we're just babbling now. Wonder yeah. Woman next week. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.